StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, bringing you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together, lover of marketing Elisa Sparks Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency and Jennifer Rojas from Next Gen Consulting share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the dynamic duo on our journey to success. Ready, set, listen. Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Wow. How are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm good. I'm still recovering from brunch last week. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty I was pretty low-key, actually. There wasn't too much to recover from. We got little Frankie there. That was actually exciting. She's adorable. Two-year-old coming over for brunch. Running around, yeah. That's right. Start, start him young. That's what I always say. Oh, uh, she was fun. Yeah. How was the rest of your weekend? It was good. We went to um, this craft place over by um, City North yeah. and got to do some fun little nail stringing project. Have I you ever saw done that. one of those? Yeah. I have. I and mean, I saw that you did a champagne glasses. Yeah. Ah, a little yeah. cheers. Yeah. It was actually really fun. But I have to say, it was like a little workout, freaking hammering those little nails in. Seriously. After a while, you're like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. well, it was fun. It's good. You get like uh you can burn calories while you do you, do they have food and yeah. wine or Formosa. yeah. Okay. That's fitting. All right. Very nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, you've had a busy couple busy couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of events. I have another event tomorrow with uh, one of our sponsors, Ken Edwins. He's having his mix mingle and prosper event at his office. That's great. And uh, what time is it? It's at six. Cool. Yeah, we'll throw we, a link up on the yeah. Facebook page. That's yeah, looked will. like a good event. Actually, it is. We have uh, one of our re- our guests coming back with um, the harp. She's actually going to do a little performance. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, so good very event. Cool. Good a little people. harp music. Very mm-hmm. nice. Very nice. Maybe get some food from Postinos again. Some what? Some food from Postinos. <laughs> is that what you did last time? Um, no, just oh, kind of the brunch. Because of the brunch reunion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do have very good food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a good atmosphere, too. Yeah, I actually had a, a potluck this weekend, too, which actually inspired the name of the show. I know. I like that. And then um, we looked up the definition. I love the uh, definition of it, too. Yeah, throw it out. I forgot it. But um, something <laughs> about have it? <laughs> whatever, you, the spot whatever like you need will come. <laughs> As I'm running in to be on time. Yeah. <laughs> something about whatever you need will come to you. That's a potluck, yeah. right? It's People perfect. Bring. Yeah. So whatever shows up is exactly how it should exactly be. Exactly what you need. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like why stress? Like and there is something to that. Yeah. It does. There's an ease if you just kind of trust that things will work out the way they're supposed to, one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes a little bit of planning and you know actually taking some action. But I think at the end of the day, it always seems to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a great lead in to uh, an introduction for our guests today. Uh, we have Adrian <laughs> Hart is with us. Uh, from Modescapes Interior. Welcome, Adrian. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And then Erica Aranda is here with us from uh, Desk Hub. Yeah, thanks so much. Good to yeah. be here. Thanks. Yeah. So, kind of uh, fell into uh, talking about, you know, uh, as we were talking about the show today, and we did initially, it was the end of the month, kind of the potluck, and weren't really sure what it was going to look like. Um, but both of you work in spaces, right? And spaces trying to create environments and spaces where people can either live 
very comfortably and live their lives or with Eric at Deskheba working, and right, creating innovation. Yeah. And uh, so, Adrian, tell me a little bit about, give me a little bit of the 411 on you and how you got into what you're doing. Because it's, you, you've owned your own company now for almost 10 years, yes? Uh, yes. And uh, before I was an interior designer, I actually built and sold computers and I went into (laughs) offices and did office workflow analysis and so this is really kind of funny (laughs) that we're all here together because the you know environment is so incredibly critical in uh, if you have a supportive environment in your life whether it's at your home or in your workplace you're so much more productive and you're so much more apt to be successful so you know just as an example that hour in the morning when everybody is flying around the house getting prepared for their day and nobody can find their keys who knows what's for lunch where are my shoes and meanwhile you're thinking in your head we do this every day why is this a mystery it's in the same place (laughs) it was yesterday and you're just wanting to get your day planned in your head and fill out your agenda and um you know it's your job to manage that but if you can make that hour of the day go smooth and peaceful and have harmony then everybody's days are better so people get better grades they sell more at work they love more they laugh more it's just so much more there's less nagging and less stress and all of that stuff and i know that having the right environment can do that for people it can change the way that you live and um, it's just so much more important than pretty pillows and rugs Okay, so f- when you're going in and designing that, some of the th- you're looking at flow as well as pretty yeah. pillows. Which, by the way, who doesn't love pretty well, pillows? I mean, pretty, you know, that's the jewelry. You right. know, but <laughs> if you, you've got to have a rockin' bod and a great dress before you get the jewelry. So, you know, having a super functional um, kitchen, or not even the kitchen. Let's talk about the family entry point, the landing zone of the universe, like. Are the shoes and backpacks all over the floor? Do you know where, do you have a place where you keep all the things that you need to get in your car so that you don't have to go back in and out of the garage door because you have forgot this, that, and the other thing? Do you have that entry point or exit point of your house? Is it like crystal clear where everything is supposed to go and is it super organized? And it's one of the most neglected designed spaces in people's homes we don't use our front doors for the most part right um guests come in the front door right so of course you want that to look nice for them but that garage entry point you know if you're a family that takes shoes off before you come in there better be like a whole lot of shoe storage like right before you walk in the door otherwise there's one but where's the other one and then you spend 10 minutes looking for it and then you're late and then you have to yell at the t-ball coach because he made you mad, but it was really because you were late because you couldn't find a shoe. <laughs> so it's, that's how I see things. Like it escalates so far down the road. Yeah, it's a super good point, and it's funny. I was just thinking about that space um, in my house because I we just kind of throw the backpacks in my bag and on this I don't know sofa kind of thing we have, and I was like, man, that is just. I, why don't I put up hooks so that we hang it? Or And I'm like, why well, don't I want to put right. hooks in my wall? And I'm like, because oh, this is better, right? It's better to have this right. schlumpy stuff on my sofa than have it where we both know exactly where it is. And right. that's where it goes at the end of the day. And that's where it goes at the beginning of the day. Well, I love that idea. You know, the, the earlier you can train the shorties to be organized in their universe in life, the more apt they're going to be to be successful grownups. And, you know, I mean, that that's 
that's the whole job of a parent is to train their children to be yeah. productive and amazing human beings, right? So, I'm like, oh no, I'm behind, I'm behind the eight ball. <laughs> yeah, we need to get your set, set up. I know. Um, so, how did you make the transition from uh, setting up computers and, and workspaces to design? Well, so apparently, I've always had a. Um, my parents are do-it-yourselfers. Um, I, I, I shingled a roof when I was 10 because my dad was afraid of heights. Who hasn't? Uh, uh, right? <laughs> my, mom, <Me>. <laughs> <laughs> my mom wallpapered the kitchen every three years, whether it needed it or not. And this Aww. was a long time ago. I'm showing my age. Um, there's cool wallpaper now. Though. I know. Wallpaper's kind of making it's a comeback. like really cool wallpaper out there. Now, not just with teapots and apples and yeah, what we had. Um, <laughs> Herb names and spice names. Right. Yeah. And... Uh, I always had uh, an affinity to know what looked right and what what something needed. If a space needed something tall right there or a texture needed to be added, for some reason, I always had a knack for it. I didn't know it was an actual job that you could go to school for and get paid for. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So my uh, husband and I, who owned the computer business together, we were at a point where we'd been bought and acquired a couple times, and then we got dot-commed, and I didn't have a whole lot to do for a little while and looking around going okay but what do I really want to do with my life instead of just being the project manager operations manager for my husband what do I want to do and I was looking online and I found this design school and I said oh so these people in trading spaces they must have gone to school so Mm -hmm. I way better than they are way more creative so (laughs) I went well I used to get so mad at them on the TV why are you gluing straw to the wall nobody can live like that ew (laughs) that's just awful that's mean it's not even creative that's just wrong so I went to a design school and it was like learning the words to a song I've been humming my whole life and I was like, finally, oh my gosh, this is my calling. This is what I need to do. I knew I knew what I knew, but I didn't know how to explain it to people. So it gave me the confidence and the education and the technical background so that I could go and, you know, spread my love around. And, you know, my life's purpose is to leave everything better than the way I found it. And this gives me a vehicle to do so. And I know and see how impactful um, my suggestions and my design ideas are for people and how it changes their lives for the better. And there's nothing that makes me happier. I mean, it's, it's the best. So great. Yeah. What are the most of your projects? What is the scale? I mean, are you going in doing complete home redos? Do you do one room at a time? I mean, what does that look like? You know, so I keep saying to people, um, I don't really care how I help as long as I can be of help. So I just helped um, probably the tiniest master bathroom you've ever seen. This woman is in her mid-60s, and she, um, it's like a sunk-in-the-ground tub, like from circa 1970-something, like with that <laughs> glitter plastic. I mean, it was just, aside from being the ugliest thing on the planet, she had to ask her husband for help to get in the bathtub mm-hmm. to soak after she played tennis. Okay, nobody wants to have their husband help them get into the bathtub. That's just awful. I'd be awful. okay with it. Well, I, I mean, mean, yeah, but if he was getting in behind you, if he's getting in behind you, sure. But like, if you want to soak your aching bones, right. um, you know, maybe not you so much. Wanna, so get in, right? that's all she wanted was to have a bathtub that she could easily get in and out of. And it was a small bathroom, but 
we were able, and he's super tall, and the shower was like a telephone booth. So I'm like, okay, I can help both of you have an amazing bathroom experience. That's just great. So I enlarged the shower, got her a tub that she can get in and out of, that she can fully soak in. And my favorite Facebook to date post was her a picture of her feet coming out of the bathtub water, posting it to all her friends about the day has finally come, and she was just elated. And so that. It was awesome. So it didn't matter how big the project was. It just was really meaningful. So That is so cool. But, of course, ground-up construction is awesome. Dirt to sheets, I love. And also whole house remodels, I Dirt do love. Dirt to sheets, yeah. I Dirt like to that. sheets. Wow. <laughs> it's like good. That. So what kind of budget do you work with, or is that... Um, well, everybody has a different amount of money to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll spend exactly as much money as you have to spend. And I'll be very honest about how much you can get for that. And um, if it's unrealistic to what your expectations are, we'll talk about that and you decide where the priorities are. And, you know, that, that's how I do it. I, I feel like my clients' money is, is really my money. And the more I can get for their money, mm-hmm. the more referrals I'm going to get, you know, and, and I just see it that way. So, you know, as long as we can get all of those main goals accomplished about mm-hmm. why I'm there to start with, then the rest of those details are just working creative magic in a different way. So is that how you usually find clients to referrals or is it? Yeah, I would say 98% of my clients come from referrals. I have, uh, I have an account on house and I get a couple clients once in a while mm-hmm. that come from there. But for the most part, it's, uh, people and there'll be, people will call me and it'll be somebody that I did work for like five or six years ago that takes me a second to, okay. Oh yeah, that was that one. Uh huh. And they will say they gave they had a great experience with you and they gave me your number and you know which is great because there's no interview so they've already people have already said yeah she's a little quirky she's kind of funny she talks really fast um she's very direct and she's very honest and I'm like oh good that's off the table i don't have to go through that whole training of the people so it's great <laughs> training <laughs> it's great <laughs> works really well for me i love it <laughs> so do you work yeah. a lot in offices as well since we're talking to desk hub next yeah well so it's work environment is incredibly critical because if your employees aren't inspired to be productive if they're walking into an environment that's uh, gloom and doom and drab that doesn't communicate your brand or your message or your values or your mission then how are they supposed to bring that out and do that for you so um, branding spaces is something that most people don't even think to do because they think it's goofy. You know, they're gonna do a really great job on their business cards and their signs and all that kind of stuff. But the office itself uh, is super critical and important. And I know um, you're gonna talk about that next is how, you know, workflow is super, super critical. Putting Mm -hmm. the right people next to each other that spend the most time together and um, having a cohesive color throughout the space so that it's a unified, movement so to speak that everybody has tied together in some way is psychologically really impactful mm-hmm. and most people don't think about that kind of thing so um that doing offices like that for a purpose with a reason is uh is really fun for me yeah 
It's funny because well, Desk Club has one of my favorite rooms. Have you been in the balloon the room? The balloon room. Oh, yeah, Erica. Gosh. Tell us about the balloon room. Oh, yeah. Erica, the balloon room. Is it always taken? <laughs> it's pretty much always taken. Yeah. Um, but if like someone will look up in the morning if it's booked out for the day. And if not, people just jump and grab on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just an absolutely beautiful room yeah. that people yeah. should check out. How did that, do you know how the story behind how that room came to be like, was the art did the artist come and say they could they would fill the space or that's a genius did marketing Gabe move. and Jay or somebody know yeah so I think it actually started around um the owner had these acrylic balloons that he wanted to hang in the space so everything else was dura- designed around that yeah so he did the clouds um above and we actually funny story we actually tried getting those clouds right like five different times it took like a month and a half to get those clouds to get them just right yeah but i mean it's so worth it absolutely it's such a pretty it's such a unique effect so basically for those people who have not been to desk haven't seen the balloon room you look up and there are red and white balloons hanging down or kind of like floating up yeah right and then you have a couple people holding onto strings as they're being carried off uh, above into the sky with the clouds and the blue and it's a fully glassed room, so you've got all this light, and it's just a, it, an incredible effect. It's yeah, super it's cool. really great for clients who are just kind of getting those creative juices flowing. Yeah, that's just genius design because you're thinking, you're using your imagination. Obviously, people don't float away in balloons, but right. it gets you out Wait, of what? that box, <laughs> out of the normal way of thinking and thinking outside. That's uh, that's genius design. That's great. We we'll have to applaud that designer whoever yeah. came up with that. That's great. Yeah, it does it totally gives you that sense yeah. of wanting to be. Well, even the outdoor, like over by the patio, like there's this beautiful space. It's almost like you're at this great little cantina type mm-hmm. location with this view that's just like really I'm at work and it's just such a fun space to be in. And I think right now it's it's probably most of everyone's dream is to have space that's not really work ish, but you have sunlight, you have the ability to have mm-hmm. a creative room, you have the ability to have co-working space and people that actually, mm-hmm. you know, we can bounce off ideas and it's such a wonderful space. Like, do you find that a lot of people are looking for that these days more so than the regular office? Yeah, I think there's yeah. such um, such an entrepreneurial boom, especially here in the valley, which is really great. But that can get um, that can get kind of lonely if you're just at home in your PJs working on it every single day. So but you offering... don't have PJ day. I'm gonna <laughs> like, yeah, Jen, you should get on that. Well, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are some people who every day is yeah, PJ absolutely. day. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but, a fair point. No, you know, um, <laughs> but a collective PJ day, I would totally get behind that. I should do that. Um, yeah. So having a place where people can come and just collaborate with like-minded people, or on the opposite side, people that just are not like you but kind of inspire you in a certain way. Um, that's just a really powerful thing, and I think I've seen a lot more people um, kind of seek something different to work, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of bring out different things inside themselves, get their creative juices flowing for their business. I love that. Yeah. Is there some, speaking to Adrian's thought process of that, you know, when you're in a, a business and you're branding kind of, so, you know, it's all it's all the same people doing all the same thing with the same company um, and how you create that space. But with Desk Hub and, and co-working spaces, it's you kind of have to do that but do it for a like 20 different companies so is there there's some thought process about how do you create a space that's welcoming to lots of different people and and you know creates that environment for lots of different what's the thought process behind that so that you're kind of welcoming and encouraging different different companies well and i think 
that's a it's a different client, right? So you're, if you're doing an office where like you know somebody that has like fifty employees, you know, there's a whole different mindset to doing that. But doing something that appeals to the masses like this, so the whole idea is. Uh, like Erica's saying, you want to get people into a work mode that doesn't feel like... So if I'm at home in my PJs, I, I might put my head down for a second. No one's looking at me. No one can see what I'm doing. There's right. no accountability. But if I'm in an office where there's other people who are like me, who are on their own, that want to be involved, and they're out there, and they're, you know, there's a lot more accountability, and you feel like you're going to work. So it's a whole different thing. So having all those different kinds of environments and having a nice variety is going to way more uh, apply to appealing to a whole bunch of people. Because they may can go to the space that they feel the most, con they might go to the cantina. To, to hang out and work out. They might just really need to lay on the ground in the balloon room and say, okay, take me away. I'm stuck here. But it will, it would absolutely, I'm sure it must invoke conversations between people or like, hey, why are you here? What do you do? And there's all kinds of connectivity points that happen there. So I think it's, that's a fantastic idea. And it encourages yeah. those connections too. I think a lot of times like that co-working experience just creates even bigger ideas that you yeah. can't really have on your own. Mm-hmm. So right. it's, it's just a great space. How did you get involved with Desk Hub, Erica? Sure. So um, in college, I every time I had spare time, I would volunteer with different startups and kind of work mm -hmm. with different startups. Um, and it was completely unrelated to what I was studying, but I just kept constantly being drawn to that. What were you studying? Physiology. <laughs> um, but I love, love, love working with startups. Um, there's just this energy around it that's really, really incredible. And there's this positivity for the people creating whatever they're creating um it's just really inspiring mm -hmm. that people think they can change the world and they usually do so yeah. but um when I came to Phoenix I know that Jay was looking for somebody to help out with Desk Hub and what better way to work with startups than to work with like 30 or 40 startups mm -hmm. at once and help them in any way I can yeah. so yeah it was just a really great fit for the time yeah that's yeah. fantastic yeah. are you sad that you're not using your physiology oh, by the way Go Wildcats, bear yeah. down. You <laughs> <laughs> have here. I see here. a trend. <laughs> I'm like, I don't invite anybody. <laughs> He's not well, Eddie, Eddie had a, had a point against that. He's yeah, like, that's hold on. true. Yeah, he was your invite, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you ever sad that you're not using your physiology degree? Or are you feeling um, pretty settled in? Yeah, it's, it's a nice break i think i'd like to go back to like something med tech it's really cool whenever mm. we have those med tech startups mm -hmm. um, and we have a couple in this space i love talking to them but just right now i want to kind of learn as much as possible and it's a great way to do that in a co-working space there's so many different industries mm -hmm. so how what many you, oh go ahead wait, what do you see doing next actually for yourself um i have a before maybe i go back to school and eventually create something hopefully for med tech um i'm working on a couple of different side ventures so i think it's kind of just fun i like talking to different people and keeping everything really open right now what kind i'm all like this is so mysterious i want to know what's going on what's what's She's what like, are the you, side projects have to sign an NDA. i know is that the feeling you're getting <laughs> Yeah. It's technology, you know. It's like, well, I could tell you. She's got the new app coming out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a check and an NDA. That's what it's going to take to get the idea. Nice. No, I think it's. I, I think that's too. What's interesting about the startup vibe in, 
in Phoenix too, and everybody, right? We all kind of side gigs. It really yeah. is that you can have these full time things, which are, you know, also connecting with different people. So it's fun to to try different things and see where it goes. Well, isn't that the millennials' work theme? Is side gigs? I mean, they're not side gigs. It's the just gig having right, yeah. several Gigs. different gig economy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you don't have a side gig, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, they're all <laughs> like, just none lazy. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lazy. <laughs> Wasting your life. That's right. what you're doing. Awesome. <laughs> Can't even find your keys. <laughs> it's so funny. I can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, we actually have memberships designed for people with side gigs. So it's like memberships yeah. specifically outside of office hours. And it's, we oh, kind neat. of created it because like one person asked for it. And it's so surprising to see how many people, you yeah. know, want something, a place to work after they go to work or something like that. Yeah. Just because they need to get out of the house. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. What are you seeing, in uh, Adrian, in like, as far as your demographics, as, is, are lots of young families starting to really look at how they're setting up, you know, house initially? Or is it usually second, third house and... You know, I have I have clients in all different age and family brackets. Um, I have you know retired folks, and I have lots of lots of moms who are busy that, you know, they really should focus their time on being the best mom they could be, and not also having to, you know, set up house. And it's not the 1950s anymore. And you know, you don't have to be able to be the best cook and sew your own drapes and make the kids clothes. And <laughs> thank God. Can you imagine? I mean, so many moms are such a like if they got paid like Uber drivers got paid because they drive all the time. <laughs> their kids are being shuffled all over the mm. universe, right? So they don't have as much time as they used to. And if I can, if I can make their time more important, I mean, to do the things that they love doing and to be with their family and have experiences, as opposed to getting really nitpicky detailed about where the dog leash and poop bags go next to the door. You know, oh I can help with that. I'm happy to put those things out of their head and, you know, make it super organized. Cause most, most moms that I talk to are just overwhelmed by the sheer volume on the to-do list, you know, and whether or not they have it only in their head or they're actually organized and have it written down, there's just so many things to do. And, and if, you can take some of that stuff out of the equation and just keep it really simple and organized. Everybody's life is better. And, you know, mm -hmm. you're not snapping at your children because you've had it up to here and you're not biting your teacher's head off. I mean, there, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that happens that uh, just simply walking by a messy desk can create a whole chain reaction of thoughts that happen in your head <laughs> that is not always healthy so <laughs> reminds me a little bit of um we had a guest here a couple of weeks ago flawless the flawless yeah. episode we had bridges connor and she was talking about organizing yeah bridges is great I know and <laughs> um the space that that provides and it's such an amazing feeling when you have organization in your life and um it, it's similar it's mind like, space totally yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, because totally. it's uh, one of the <laughs> almost every home that I go into that have children that live at home, we will walk down the bedroom hallway. The mom will be saying, and this is, you know, this is Bobby's room, and, and we'll look in there and just walk straight over to the desk, which is probably directly across from the door because there's a window on that wall and the bed's on this wall and the closet's on this wall because it's the only place you can put a desk. And desks are 
it's not possible to have a neat desk because the things that go on a desk are small. They're all different colors. They're all different shapes. It's just desks are messy and by and large, mostly ugly. It doesn't matter how many trips to Crate and Barrel you make to buy all the Pottery Barn stuff you want to. It's, they're messy. So you walk in and then the muttering will begin. Oh my gosh, I don't know how many times I've told him. And then you turn around and you see a dirty sock on the floor and say, oh my gosh, the lazy kid, I'm, I'm a bad mom. My husband never helps me. I should probably have some wine. Just over a dirty sock. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and it, it happens. So One dirty sock. <laughs> you know, you know what, what I say, what I do? Let's just move the desk. Because the whole chain stops. Or just get rid of socks altogether. You just, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> no just socks for anyone. Move the desk to the other wall where you can't see it from the doorway. <laughs> and you don't even start the whole process. You just walk by and say, oh... My angelic Bobby, what an amazing tips blah, blah, and tricks blah, blah. for happy for a happy parenting <laughs> and a happy marriage. Yeah, having nothing move, to do with design, but people the don't, they don't think about it. Just move it to desk home. That's it. Yeah, no so desk hashtag, at home. Yeah, hashtag, go to desk move, move the desk. desk. Just move the desk. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break and um, come back with more options on what to do to create the. I love what you said earlier, landing zone of the universe. The saying goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, build a team. If you're ready to take your company to the next level, but aren't sure how to find the best candidates, NextGen HR Consulting can help. NextGen specializes in social recruiting strategies, talent engagement, and direct hire searches so you can get the right people in the right place at the right time. NextGen HR Consulting. Discover, engage, and grow. Are you ready for swimsuit season? Let's face it, we all have those pesky areas that are stubborn to diet and exercise. We have just the solution for you. Introducing the FDA approved Ultra Shape Power for powerful fat burning. The Ultra Shape Power is body contouring at its best at 32% fat reduction. The strongest and most effective body contouring device on the market. Painless, no downtime, and you can see the results in as little as two weeks. Call LifeScape Premier to schedule your free consultation with Noel, their very own certified laser specialist and national trainer. Call 480-860-5500 or visit www.lifescapepremier.com to learn more. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mindset intersect. With your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane and Jennifer Rojas. Hey, welcome back. So we're at the potluck episode. And um, I actually looked it up. So it says, um, reference to a situation in which one must take a chance that whatever is available will provide to be good or acceptable. And it kind of reminds me when you are creating your space and staying under budget and, um, (laughs) you know, just making things work. And it's funny because I had a designer slash organizer um, years ago who came in and she took things from different rooms to create like this oasis in the in the living room and I was just like amazed at how sometimes the things you have in certain areas of your space um, can be brought into a different location and just bring in something completely different 
Well, and there's uh, this, there's some psychology behind that, too. So, you know, when you go out and get a few new pieces of clothing and, you know, you're wearing it for the first day, you just kind of walk around with your head up and you're like, I'm, I'm rocking this and, you know, I feel pretty good. I think people in their their homes can become stagnant and mm. and stale because you you know your brain gets used to seeing things and it starts to filter out things and it loses uh the specialness and you know people work really hard for their homes and the things that they have and i do that frequently um for realtors you know just just rearranging the things that people have so like staging and, yep showing it in a different light mm-hmm. um bringing grouping things together that people wouldn't have said what i don't even how did you and oh my gosh that's really cool so uh it's it's just changing the energy in a space to get a new feeling and a breath of life and um and like you said earlier organizing creates that mind space when you have less visual clutter going on then you're more apt to think a little bit clearer and when you think clearer you can be more creative and you can tolerate more too. <laughs> it's funny because I know we were talking about our desks earlier, and just in this space that you're talking about, like I've actually brought, like, like I love, love, love games, love games. So I've actually brought like dice and poker chips and playing cards to my desk, and it just brings me into a space of happiness when I sit down. Right. And people coming to my desk are just like, "What are you ten?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> But it's just this enjoyment that I really love sitting with the things that make me really happy. And like I even have like this tiny little stress football, but it just reminds me of my kids because they love football, they play football. And every time I grab that, it's just like this moment of just zen. Right. And it's it just gives super you fun. A, it gives you a great focus. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, um, and a lot of it, the people that work from home, and there's a lot of women that work from home, whether it's a side gig or a, well, their mom job is the main gig probably <laughs> should be <laughs> but so they might have a side gig a lot of them they'll work on the dining room table and that's not first of all that's really taxing on the family number one because you can't keep that clean and it's going to get apple juice on it or something and it it also doesn't set the tone of i'm giving this serious energy and thought i am you know this is still a hobby so when you actually use a room in your home to create an office space that is productive, it should be inspiring. You should have things that you can look at when you're stuck on something that will re-engage you and reinitiate your creativity or remind you, why are you doing this? You know, like you said, the football reminds you of your kids. Why am I actually going to this extra trouble to, you know, have, have more income and, and change my family's life? And having an inspiring room in your house that you can go in or or feel if you're you know maybe you're a realtor that works from home and that's your office or you do hr from home or whatever you do you could do things from home but if your environment isn't inspiring and organized and like doesn't feel like that amazing dress that you just bought then you're not gonna want to go there you're just not gonna do as well you know but if it has great wallpaper or great colors or maybe the colors of your business that's that room and that's your zone so then you can really rock it when you're in there how do you create like for me i don't have an extra room for an office right my one of the rooms is for my mom who comes and my daughter has a room and i have my room so how, what are some tricks and tips to create that space within the living area so that it's one, not distracting? Besides but going to s- desk hub? 
<laughs> okay. Right. And, and which right. is which is by the way, <laughs> I'm like, oh yes, I was working at my dining room table, <laughs> and yes, I was putting my head down in my pajamas. Yes, and yes, and yes. Oh, no. and my logo on my I'm pajamas. Like, I'm like, stop. Be, get out. out of my house. Get out of my head and out of my house, Adrian. <laughs> no, that I mean that that was that's kind of certainly that you know it is that escape. if you can yeah. that just well not an escape. Um, but it does a create a different. It does create a different yeah. focus, right? I, I do like that I have the option to work from home. There are days when it's really nice to right. have that quiet and that 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 fluidity in my how, what I'm doing. And um, but then there are days when it's great to go someplace that's professional and the right. infrastructure's there and people are all working head down. So you know, watching YouTube videos is less likely to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, but I am curious what what types of things. You know, I have I have a desk, but it um. Yeah, what tips and tricks can you give to make that space still usable but comfortable and well, it, it's it's important if if the desk is in any main living space, which and that happens, it, you know, if you can divide and conquer and set up the furniture in a way that there's zones like, you know, when you do kitchen designs, there's zones. There might be a baking zone and a storage zone and, you know, things like that. Same thing with a, a living space. If you can divide it in a way and make sure that the, the piece of furniture fits the space with the rest of the furniture so it doesn't look like it's in the way because it will give you that feeling when you're using it, I'm in the way. Mm. Not, I belong here, this is where I need to be. So having the right size furniture and making sure that you have enough storage devices that go with the decor of the rest of the room so it feels like it's an accessorized, decorated piece instead of a magnet for all of the SHIT that you have for your job. <laughs> yes. I like that you spelled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where we could go. It I makes would it normally less offensive. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Erica, when you guys are thinking about that, right, the decoration and the flow, um, and, and each of the co-working spaces in town, like you know, have a very different feel. What was was there a mindful kind of thought behind how you wanted the space to feel um, when when and I know you moved. So, so were you with them when they were at the? Yeah, okay. I was at the, yeah, the old location. So was there a difference? Kind of like here are some of the things we want different at the new location or? Yeah, I think um, being in Scottsdale, there was a certain people like this um, attitude of luxury. I don't know if I'm describing it correctly, but we definitely well wanted mm-hmm. to incorporate that a lot more into the space mm-hmm. um, while still being relaxed enough, you know, to it's not intimidating or anything like that um but you're right definitely every space in the valley has its own feel and um atmosphere Mm -hmm. yeah i think it was just trying to match scottsdale's feel yeah and and kind of being a place in between super professional but not being super duper laid back because we do want to you know look yeah look a little nicer than it's, it's yeah. implied refinement there we yeah. go it's yeah that's, that's perfect nice. it's really nice refinement. yeah it's it's a it's a perceived value thing for sure yeah yeah zip code related 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. well it is it's nice and it does have that kind of um yeah you managed it like it's a nice it feels professional but still laid back not too over overdone yeah yeah. Well, Who did did you guys all design it, or was did you bring someone in to do furniture? Um, yeah, the owner did a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it was kind of reusing what we had. Yeah. Honestly, um, but yeah, we I got a little pins, p- 
Pinterest inspiration. I'm just kind of all over the place nice. asking. Yeah, Ash, we actually asked a lot of the members what they thought, and that helped a lot. Yeah. So. I even like the names of the rooms. Like they actually went a little creative Lon- with that too. The, the London room. Yes, yeah, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, naming the rooms different destinations. That brings back to what you said, kind of creating this different space they can go to when they need to feel a certain way. So maybe you need to go to Tel Aviv to get something done and then go to Tokyo. Yep, I do. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And it's funny I bring because my passport. I know. Okay, yeah. where's, <laughs> right? I, where's my stamp? stamp? It up. That would be great to do stamps. Yes. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, It's staying creative. I think it's definitely, and, and it works well with the environment. Like there's something about yeah. that actually increases the the space. I mean, if you're not going to work at home, might as well be fun and have people that actually, you know, right, yeah. have a little humor attached to it. Yeah, for sure. Meet me at the London room. <laughs> I'm going to London this afternoon. Yes. Would you like to have lunch with me? <laughs> it is nice when you schedule. You're like, oh, right. San Francisco. I'm feeling like San Francisco today. A little <laughs> clam chowder and a sourdough bowl. That would be good too. Yes. <laughs> oh, some theme coming up <laughs> for know. sure. I'm like, it's going to be a potluck at your place. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, London. That would be good if you could. Exactly. A little potluck based on the, the conference room names. I like that. See how I'll fun bring it is. the. Well, and it's funny because right now it's like... I'll bring the fish and chips. There you go. This is how ideas get started. It's it's really that creative space that we actually live in, in our minds. Like any ideas, I mean, even when you're designing, starts as an idea. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so it's something that... They usually happen when I'm washing my hair. Yeah. Doing something completely mundane and mindless that my brain doesn't have to work hard for. And then I'll be like, oh, got it. Yeah. I know how to rearrange that room to make that happen now. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to... I keep a pad of paper in my vanity because I, I'm serious that most of my creative mind they just explode while I'm washing my hair, which doesn't take that long because it's short. So it's funny. Yeah. I find that same thing, which is an interesting thing too, that how when your brain disengages, like the space that you give yourself, because you're not thinking about it, you know, right. I'm in the shower and relaxing. Do, yeah. Right. And it is. And then I'm like, oh man brilliant right then i forget by the time i get out so it probably wasn't that brilliant but it is like creating that that space for your mind to kind of rest right and to open up to the creativity 100 percent. and that's what i hope to help people do because if you give you have to you have to give mind space so that you can have less of that shouting going on in your head you know the less of that clutter. yeah the cl- and it's so cluttery it's like so I kind of liken it to, um, you know, if you go to, I'm going to say something super Scottsdale, like the opera, or you go to a, a musical, and when the orchestra, before the um, the show starts, the orchestra, they're all playing their instruments at the, exactly the same time because they're tuning their own things, and it's just this loud cacophony of, like, noise, and then they start to play the opening scene, and then it's all seamless and, harmo- you know, harmonious. That's what... I want to get people, to, their brains to stop being that uh, noise at the, the beginning. Warm-up. At the warm-up. Yeah, like, let's really start the show. That's a really cool visual. Right. Like, and it's a way it's, to describe it. It's a sound visual, which is just very appealing to me as well. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know exactly what that means, you know. And that's usually what people's garage entries look like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, and I hadn't even thought about it. And as we're sitting here talking like about, you know, desk hub and the names of rooms and balloon room and like it, you really can, even without knowing it subconsciously, it's setting you up for. Right. So it's a seamlessness in, in how it shifts your mind. Yeah. I yeah. like that. I, I like that a lot. Mostly completely unaware, you know, of, of how it happens. A lot of times I'll help clients in ways they didn't know they needed help. And I don't really talk to them about it, but I, I can walk in their house and go, Oh my gosh. Okay. I am going to make this late, you know, this lady's or this man's life so much better. They're not even going to know. They just really want me here for some drapes and maybe a sofa or, or you know, a kitchen remodel, but I'm going to help in lots of other ways. They just won't even know how much better their life is going to be. And I just sneak it in there. It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the veggies. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, grating right. zucchini into the sauce. Yes. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Lasagna with veggies. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Do you um, do anything around like the you know feng shui? I mean, is that part of the thought process, the, the natural flow of energy? I'm a, a huge a fan of feng shui and studier of feng shui and i do the every year when the chinese new year changes i do all the cures in my home um there's a and they have lots of anecdotal evidence and um, information i work with a feng shui expert who's like trained in master blah 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 and she oh, comes and does like her. this yeah she would be a great guest do this major um you know compass reading and, and whatnot but there's just the generic principle of feng shui in in having a space have harmony and energy and be balanced changes the way a room feels tenfold and for instance i can tell when i walk into a space if the people in have more fights in that room than a different room because there's extra (laughs) amounts of particular elements and I can tell, um, so I'm just going to give you guys a clue. So if you have knives out in your kitchen. Like a knife block? Oh, yeah, which everybody has a knife block. So knives are weapons, and weapons are meant for fighting. Hmm. So there will be more fights and arguments in a kitchen that has knives out than if the knives were put away. Hmm. So you can put them in a drawer. That's cool. Yep, put them in a drawer. They just need to not be out because your mind is like, oh, weapon. I have a lot of champagne glasses in the kitchen. So happy fun. Happy fun bubbly. Right? All kinds of giggling (laughs) happening there. Right? Well, it's funny because I created like the pop room. Yeah. Like I wanted things that pop. So champagne, popcorn, like there's things that pop. Right. And it it actually created a really fun environment. Yeah. And I went so far as to actually design the refrigerator. Like when you open the fridge, there's just a seamless fun when you open it. So and it's a destination and you want to be there. Every room in your house should be like that. Yeah. I mean, every everybody should have bring that. joy. Yeah. So it's um, if if there's wood on ceilings, wood on floors, wood on walls, and a lot of wood cabinetry. Yeah. Wood is a very uh, it invokes uh, competition and competitiveness. So a, a husband and wife will constantly be struggling over power. If they if there's a lot of wood in a space. All right, so we're hmm. getting rid of the knives and the wood. So, <laughs> well, no, in that case, so I, well, if you have I'm too much like, wood, you, steal. Ju- you just saved me eight thousand dollars. <laughs> I was looking at wood floors. We only have spoons. Carpet here. it is. <laughs> Carpet it is. You can fix it. You can fix it. You just need some metal to chop down the wood in that room. So you would actually move the kitchen knives into the family room. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, we wouldn't do that. But um, but there's ways to fix it. You just have to balance it out. So, Interesting. Um, so things so, we don't even think about. No, you don't even think. And I don't ever, 
if somebody asks me about feng shui, then I'll talk about it. But most of the time, you know, I don't want them to look at me and go, oh, my God, she's some other woo-woo designer. And, and you know, because it it does seem left fieldish, and I'll, but it's a science that's super thousands of years old. And and I've it's I've seen it work like I can fix stuff. So I just kind of do that. That's one of my secret. You know, I under the radar. We're going to fix this. You don't put even the know. knives away. It's an issue. So, right. They're in a drawer. Yeah. The block well, gets thrown away. I find something else cute to put on the counter <laughs> so that they don't feel like it's empty. We'll just decorate it different. It's so funny. A waterfall. Let's right. put a waterfall in here. Yes. Exactly. Because yeah. we, we need water. It's funny. That is funny. I never yeah. even thought of that. Yeah. I know. So what kind related. of things for an office would you... Oh, like, yeah. What? what should we bring to desktop next time? Like, yeah. So should an office have wood to invoke that competitive? They should have knives. Ooh. Well, no. It should just be... Um, if you just have a balance of things. So if you've ever gone into a space that um, just was all one material, like, you know, gosh, the Tuscan universe, right? When we had just seas of stone floors and stone fireplaces, and then we had big, heavy stone columns, and stone is a it's made from earth and so the earth element is it represents so you make dams from earth so it's a it's a slow steady hard heavy element so if you don't have things that can break the earth up it's gonna feel slow heavy big blocky you know Mm. you just have to balance it so from what it sounds like and i'm gonna have to come over and see this space because (laughs) it sounds amazing um it's probably super well balanced um, and the, the owner of Desk Hub probably has an intuitive ability to do those things naturally. A lot of people do. They don't even know it because it's a, it's a song they're still humming. They just don't know the words yet. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, if people have strong intuition about spaces and feeling, which is probably one of the reasons why you like to work there because you're about physiology, and that's a physical trick. That's tra- interesting. It's a connection yeah. between mind and body which you're very uh, drawn to. So it's not really outside your degree. It's just a different way to look at it. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> so if, you're, if, you're, if you have an intuitive ability to have balance, I mean, you'll, and you'll know when you walk into a space if it just feels uncomfortable. You may not know why, but you can feel it. Um, and a lot of builders will do a model home they don't want to sell a lot of, and they'll have a feng shui person come in and do all the things that make people uncomfortable. Um, like make sharp corners point at the front door so you feel like you're being shot with daggers. I mean, oh. it's all they, they do all these really tricky things and put uh, picky, pointy, unwelcoming, hard, crunchy things right when you walk in so you instantly feel, ew, I, uh, I don't like it. I hate this model. And then you move through the next oh one. Oh, my gosh. And it's this, you walk into this big, giant hug and go, oh, my God, this mm. is the one, honey. This is the one we, we need. So, but that, there's a lot of times builders will have feng shui people come in and set the home up to to do that. <laughs> so, wow. it's crazy. It's super it's deep. disillusioned. Yeah. It's great. So, what <laughs> encourages... Manipulated um, right from oh, the get-go. totally. Yeah. It's marketing, right? Totally. Yeah. Are there any colors? I, I know that's something, and we probably can't even get to this that far, but um, any colors that we want to be specific, especially in, a, in an office setting? Like, I've heard... You know, red is really powerful. Is there one that's like more of like the fortune and? Well, so colors are very personal and appeal to different people in different ways. Um, There are there's a lot of psychology to color. Um, Orange is a big color of cooperation, and so when you have big groups of people, it's a great color to paint in a shared children's space. 
because it will invoke uh, cooperation. And there are certain colors of orange that are not offensive to the eye, which, you know, you got to find the right one. Some of them are so glaring. Um, you shouldn't paint children's rooms yellow because they can't sleep in it because yellow has way too much frenetic activity. Um, even if you don't know the baby sex, which I don't, I guess people still do that. Um, you know, do it like green, because that one's a lot safer. Um, greens and blues are more calming and soothing. Um, you know, the warmer colors are a lot more energy and movement. So I would use red sparingly, because it doesn't take that much to get the energy moving mm -hmm. in a space. I mean, you could just have a red pillow, and that could do the room for mm -hmm. job for a room. But if you have the entire room red all the time, that it may be so hot and live that you are a little spastic mm. so you need to have uh, again it's the it's finding a balance of of doing that um but the color of the space should be a color that you look at and say i love this color so much and that's probably going to be a color that fits with your personality you probably have clothes that are that color it's nice if the room makes your skin look good and you look good in the room because if you catch a reflection or you want to look healthy and happy sure. in the space so don't pick a color that doesn't look good as a shirt because <laughs> you don't want to look green unless yeah. well no you don't nobody wants to look I green you just never are gonna want to look green never paint never paint a bathroom green Oh. Because the green will reflect on your skin, and you see yourself most exposed in the bathroom, and you will feel <laughs> sick because you look sick. You just do. So yeah, I don't, for the bathroom. I'm people, writing that one down. People will say, people will say, what I color want a green makes bathroom. you look amazing no. in the bathroom? Well, champagne color, obviously. Yeah, champagne. <laughs> champagne, duh. Obviously. <laughs> How did they pick the colors at desk cup? That one I'm not too sure. There's a bunch of colors. I yeah, know it's blues. There's a lot greens. of orange though. I never yeah. really uh, realized that. There so is. And, and the owner, he may, he do, probably doesn't even know. He just is intuitive and just knows. He um, probably does know. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> completely. He could have researched it. Who knows? Um, I would. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. just makes sense. For that kind of application, mm -hmm. I would be really impressed because if you know, if I were involved in a design project like that, I would do a lot of research mm -hmm. on. Um, placing colors specifically um, for what kind of activity needed to happen in each of the zones. I mean, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to do, and it's mm -hmm. something that happens in our subconscious. So, All right, we could definitely talk about this subject for hours. So fun. But it is fun. actually time <laughs> to head out, and um, thank you so much. Like, this actually brought up some fun stuff. I may pick up some red pillows now and some more <laughs> champagne for this weekend. Sounds like I'm going to Jen's house. There you go. <laughs> I've got some poopy doggy poop bags that need your attention. Yes. It sounds like I'm like <laughs> not in backpacks and uh, desk. Yeah, but definitely, and definitely, I do recommend stopping by Desk Hub and checking out the balloon room. It's one of my favorites. It's an awesome and, space. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here, and um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful awesome. week. Bye. 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 Bye.